0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold, the real one. I am not a digital twin of myself. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. There is no twin of this show, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold, folks. That's the only place to get the ad-free video version of this podcast, by the way. All right, folks, you see what's happening here. You see what's happening. I'm a little ticked off today, folks, because of this. I don't like to see humans being engineered out of existence, and I really don't like this propaganda brainwashing introducing of these terms to the lexicon for the purpose of desensitizing people to it but uh, let me just finish up the article because there's a few more tidbits in here And, and let's pick back up where we left off it says the confusion highlights just how new this technology is and the lack of clear rules around it well the technology is not new as you know, our, um, Lars Butler was developing it out of Artificial Intelligence Foundation. And uh, Deepak Chopra and Richard Branson and the rest of the gang went out there and promoted this stuff, allowed their images to be used, their likenesses to be used to create these digital twins, which is not just about a deep fake video. The digital twin ends up having the AI backbone that is built from eventually the mind uploading. That Ray Kurzweil talked about, which we reviewed in episodes one through three, and that I harped on for about 10 more episodes until we moved on to other topics. But this is all about the mind uploading and then creating the digital version of yourself in the cloud. All right, this article goes on to say, Artificial intelligence replacement appears to be growing, uh, a growing trend. Darth Vader actor James Earl Jones has recently retired from playing the famous character, but his voice is carried on. Respeecher, another AI firm, has reportedly used archival materials and a proprietary algorithm to replace the Vader vocals. I told you and I explained to you about the deepfake audio technology. That's where they can end up taking snippets of, say, my voice and then make it uh, like like a text document. And it's like I'm reading it. They could basically use my voice and have me narrate a book or narrate a commercial or do an entire radio show that I didn't do. And now, see, they're doing it with James Earl Jones and Darth Vader. It says this summer, Disney released its latest Star Wars spinoff, Obi-Wan Kenobi. The show used Respeecher's technology to reproduce Vader's speech and even make him sound younger. AI replacement, however, is controversial. Well, not when you get done normalizing it. See, they're not trying to warn people. And this is why I need to really get into this uh, Bannon situation. Are we trying to warn people or are we trying to desensitize people to it because i've made it clear on this show i do not want you to become desensitized i am not spending all of my valuable time my energy my financial resources and my creativity to talk about this stuff and research this stuff so you become desensitized to it i want you to be able to work around it i want you to recognize it i want to fight back against it But I wonder sometimes if others are talking about it to help just desensitize people to it. And I could see that happening very quickly. And then, as I said, transhumanism just becomes another political argument. And if it does, then we'll lose. We will lose. Has anyone on the side of humanity or even go back on the side of small government, on the side of less war? On the side of more natural world ever won? No, we're losing. We're getting our asses kicked. And so, again, now they'll introduce transhumanism, and you're going to see, this is what the government, this is what the military, this is what the state wants to happen. They want to introduce it to the public through multiple channels, as I've explained to you. You can get to people through entertainment, through healthcare, through sports, through news, etc and end up normalizing this across all the different entertainment channels, all the different noise signals. And sadly, that is where I see this going. Uh, It goes on to say, in April, Equity, the UK's Performing Arts Workers Union launched the campaign Stop AI Stealing the Show. Some are concerned AI deepfakes could take work away from actors. Now, that is good. I'll look into that. It's probably, again, bogus, but maybe we can get somebody from there. There are also concerns that actors could lose control of their faces and voices. Now, for real actors out there that aren't part of this technocratic transhumanist movement, I would speak out, I'd start screaming, I'd start getting all of your fans to get on board with this because you are going to lose work. If you're not part of this, if you didn't get paid off or you didn't get promised a eternal life in the cloud, then yeah, it is time to scream about this. You have the biggest voice. You have the ability. They built you up. The system built you up and turned you into a hero to some people, into an influencer to others. So use your voice. It is time to speak out against this. It's time to start saying that the movies you were in, you know, Marvel movies, dystopian uh, sci-fi movies, that these were all part of the predictive programming and all part of desensitizing people to this. And it is time. If you are real and you just got... Paid to be in some movie to start to speak out against this. All right, folks, I'm going to show you this Bruce Willis commercial that was mentioned. That, uh, here it is. This was when it was on Reuters. Uh, Russian firm Deepcake used an authorized deepfake of the Bruce Willis uh, in the commercial for telecoms company M- megaphon excuse me folks the company uses an artificial neural network to impose willis's image onto the face of a russian actor this is in russian so i'll stop it and just narrate it but you might as well see it if you're on the video side take a look at this and tell me if it is uh believable all right let's go okay so it says at the bottom this is not bruce willis And then it says it's an authorized deep fake of the hollywood actor and so it's got bruce willis and another guy tied to uh you know a bench and stuff and now it's showing the actor who they use to manipulate the bruce willis face as i've showed you in the past uh that's a face swap technology we went into that in detail on this show <laughs> And it says the advert for telecoms company Megaphone was created by Russian firm Deepcake. It uses an artificial neural network to impose Willis's image. to the face of a Russian actor so they have an actor who sort of has a similar build and head shape to Bruce Willis from uh, you know the die hard fifth element era as uh, Willis supposedly said in the quote put on deepcakes website <laughs> It says the process of teaching a neuron algorithm takes some time. Вот, ролик, uh, назовем, вот the first video, a training one, takes about 15 to 17 days to make. Да, он, uh, готовится... However, after that, we can speed up the process. And we've gone through all this on this show, but for those of you who haven't listened to those episodes, I'll just let this play through. 15-17 and it says, uh, and produce footage up to 4K resolution. So it speeds up the process and they could produce footage up to 4K resolution. resolution, Something we're working on now, generating faces in 4K in three to five days. It says the digital replica received consent from the real Bruce Willis. It says, Deepfake technology opens up new possibilities for the film industry. But the technology still has limitations. She goes on to say, I suppose that in filmmaking in the future there will be a division. There will be a content created with the usage of digital people, digital replicas, AI replicas. They can be called differently and with a live, authentic protein-based. As we in Neural Network would say, Characters. как
1: говорят у нас в мире в сетевом мире
0: героями so there you have it, folks. You see now <laughs> what we were talking about here. And I wish I started this show three years ago, but unfortunately I didn't, folks. But what we were just talking about here, what, four, five, six weeks ago, boom, it's here. Okay. Now the normalization comes about. And so this technology will become more and more normal to people. They will accept it. And so when we get back from this break, folks, enough with Bruce Willis. Uh, I always thought he was a weird guy. Sadly, he ended up getting on board with this. He's helping to promote it. That's the whole idea. So now his image in likeness was just licensed to normalize digital twinning. So I hope you're proud, Bruce. If not, I would sue the living crap out of these people, but... That's just me. As far as the actors out there, speak up. As far as the waiters in the service industry, speak up. As far as the cashiers, speak up. Because your jobs are going to be taken. You are being rendered useless in real time. Yuval Noah Harari says that when this is done, you will be nothing more than a useless human being. You are nothing more than a hackable animal. Oh yeah, folks, you're watching it happen. This is the false industrial revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Payne.TV slash gold. I am Dustin Gold and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. Yeah, folks. Yeah, folks. The march towards transhumanism is real. It is alive and well. The technocratic transhumanists are pressing forward, folks, and there is no pushback. Zero. Zero pushback, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, let's move on to the next topic here. I got to slide this in. Uh, Maria Albanese sent this to me. She is the co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays. I know she missed last Friday, folks, and she apologizes for that, but she wasn't sure if she was about to get pummeled by the storm, by the hurricane coming up through Florida. Thank God she's okay. Another friend of mine down in Tampa, Tim Waters, he was Bill Clinton on The Tonight Show over 200 times. He is okay, but a buddy of his who's, house his uh, son was looking out for he had his boat picked up and thrown into the neighbor's yard so it goes to show what mother nature can do folks hopefully that wasn't geoengineering that was real mother nature because i'd like to see real mother nature throw some of these starlink elon musk satellites out of the sky as i told you at the end of the day at least right now they're a paper tiger because the technocracy runs on the internet folks it runs on the internet, so it is a paper tiger. That is the silver lining in all of this, or the gold lining, we can say. It is the gold lining. All right, let me just show you this. Up on the screen, I have uh, nationalconservatism.org, and so is always keeping her eye out for this kind of stuff, and she said she was not that familiar with this organization. National Conservatism is a project of the Edmund Burke Foundation, a new public affairs institute dedicated to developing a revitalized conservatism for the age of nationalism already upon us. And so what this uh, conference is all about, folks, it says right here, politics in American Britain and other Western nations have taken a sharp turn toward nationalism, a commitment to a world of independent nations. That would be nice if it were true. I just don't buy it, folks. With the World Economic Forum alive and well and the heads of every state going to the World Economic Forum and kissing the ring of Klaus Schwab, including Donald Trump while he was president, I just don't see any push for independent nations. I think there is a perceived uh, push towards independent nations when we look at it from the perspective of QAnon. Uh, but I don't actually see this happening, nor do I even know what conservatism means anymore. Do you know what it means anymore? I mean, I remember 10 years ago, it was like you were a mushy Republican or a mushy Democrat, or you were a diehard conservative or a diehard leftist, calling yourself a liberal or a progressive. Some just straight up said they were. Socialists or communists, or some hid behind democratic socialism, but you were sort of a diehard conservative and then Donald Trump kind of repopularized the idea of nationalism but at one point he said I'm part nationalist and part globalist right they're both good they're both fantastic so I I don't see where this big push for nationalism is nor do I think that most people even understand what it means Uh, maybe we'll get into that on a future show but as you know I'm sort of post politics now I am looking at the overall enemy which is the technocratic transhumanist regime and their push to engineer humanity out of existence but so anyway why am i bringing up this group national conservatism well first off it's based on edmund burke right let's see the edmund burke foundation let's click on this real quick edmund burke foundation and so uh what is this this is uh, a link to be able to go over and sign up for this stuff. Let's look at the home page. Oh, that is the home page. It's really uh kind of a rinky-dink website, but they had a conference a few weeks ago, September 11th to September 13th in Miami. And so uh I don't know, folks. So anyway, they had this conference and the reason why I bring this up is let me let me just show you the video. So who spoke there at the Edmund Burke uh, Foundation conference? National conservatism, which used to mean small government, it meant that we were socially conservative and fiscally conservative. Don't spend money and uh, keep our traditions. Well, we are not that anymore. There is no such thing as conservatism anymore. There is definitely no fiscal conservatism. And there is definitely no social conservatism. All right, so any of the social battles fought from, let's say, the days of JFK, or let's even say the days of Ronald Reagan to now, are gone. We lost all of the social battles. So if your battle was, it doesn't matter to me, same-sex marriage, uh, abortion, at this point, you know, you lost all the battles. Now, you see the pushback on abortion coming out of the Supreme Court and then certain states now banning abortion. It's so late in that battle, though, that right now it just ends up being used as propaganda to create division between humans while the real battle is happening, which is the engineering of humans out of existence by the technocratic transhumanists. That's just kind of how I see it right now. So let's look at the face of conservatism today this was uh one of the major speakers here at the national conservatism conference and this was on september 13th let's just look at the first couple of minutes of this who do they pick as the big conservative to come represent the edmund burke foundation all right here we go
1: it's always a little bit hard to know exactly how how i would define our movement
0: okay and that would be our friend peter thiel Peter Thiel, who does not in any way whatsoever represent conservatism in fiscal terms or in social terms, all right? Now, why would that be, folks? Well, let's just start with this. Never mind the fact that he is a homosexual. I really don't care. But that wasn't part of conservatism. Gay marriage wasn't part of conservatism up until seven eight years ago when it became an issue that was then desensitized to the conservative movement became desensitized to it it then became normalized and then they just accepted it so that's one thing but i don't care about that i never really care i thought the government should be out of marriage altogether uh being gay doesn't bother me at all you should be able to get married without having to sign a government contract to do so but but let's look at social conservatism from the perspective of humanity. Now, Peter Thiel, we showed you. We did a multiple-part series on Thiel. He is a transhumanist. He was funding the concept of singularity, the man, uh, the merger of man and machine, going back to at least 2006, involved with the Singularity Institute, spoke at the Singularity conferences, uh, was giving them money, Okay, big-time transhumanist, right? So if you're for engineering humanity out of existence, I cannot allow you to say that you're a social conservative, number one. Number two, fiscal conservative. That generally means smaller governments spend less money. Well, this guy is a government welfare queen. We showed you an article, what, six, seven months ago, where he had currently like $1.6 billion in government contracts. He is a government oligarch, folks. He's licensed by the government. And so you can't be a fiscal conservative if your whole life is floated by government contracts and you're helping the government with your company Palantir, which was started with CIA money through their venture firm InQtel. And now you're embedded with the IRS, helping them harass everyday Americans. That would be the complete and total opposite of conservatism, because conservatives used to want to shut down the IRS and get back to what our country did before 1913, which is when we founded the IRS, the income tax and the Federal Reserve. We had no income tax. Of course, Lincoln played with it, but he was a tyrant. But when we were founded, the federal government funded itself on excise taxes and import tariffs. Okay, basically import-export tariffs. And so you have a guy right here this piece of trash involved with the irs and helping them harass everyday americans so you don't get to call yourself a conservative you're not a fiscal conservative you're not a social conservative so what is conservatism to peter thiel here let's find out what conservatism is to peter thiel it's a always a little hard to know
1: exactly how, how i would def- define our movement i you know i think it's uh it is uh It is strikingly heterogeneous. It's not, uh, it is, we're not, you know, the other side are the imperial stormtroopers where it's all sort of in in lockstep. And we are not, you know, we're not some sort of, you know, hippy-dippy Burning
0: Man camp. Oh, it's so interesting, right? It's so interesting that he's going to put this into Star Wars terms because we just got done talking about Darth Vader. And I did not mean to do that, folks. I did not mean to do that. But right now, he's talking about how this movement, whatever this fake conservatism, this hijacked conservatism, this redefining of conservatism, Uh, He calls himself a conservative libertarian. There's nothing even libertarian. Liberty. Liberty, folks. Personal liberty. This man's companies are embedded in the government. All right? He's involved with the military apparatus. He's involved with the intelligence apparatus. There is nothing conservative and there is nothing libertarian about Peter Thiel. All right, I back this up. Let's play this whole piece for you.
1: It's always a little bit hard to know exactly how, how I would def- define our movement. I, I, you know, I think it's, uh, it, is, uh, it is strikingly heterogeneous. It's not, uh, it is, we, we're not, you know, the other side are the imperial stormtroopers, where it's all sort of in, in lockstep. And we are not, you know, we're not some sort of, you know, hippy-dippy, burning man camp. We're not even some lame, happy-clappy church. You know, we are, uh, we're sort of more like this sort of ragtag rebel alliance. And, uh, you know, it's, the diversity is extreme. Maybe it's too much, maybe it's just right. But, you know, it's, it's everything from, you know, Princess Leah to, you know, the, the slightly uh, on the spectrum policy wonk, uh, C-3PO person to, you know, <laughs> perhaps, uh, perhaps a little bit overrepresented by, uh, by uh, the various teenage Chewbacca people uh, here. You know, I, I personally like to identify with Han Solo. He's, you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's sort of the capitalist in the group, but uh, and then, you know, and then, you know, I mean, you can probably extend the analogy in all sorts of ways. Uh, President Trump is Obi-Wan, you know. The, the, more, uh, when, the more they strike him down, the more powerful he becomes. <laughs>
0: All right, folks. All right, folks. That's enough. But okay. So that's how he describes apparently conservatism as he speaks at the National Conservatism Conference, sponsored by the Edmund Burke Organization, right? Well, there's a famous quote, folks, attributed to Edmund Burke. Now, some have said, no, that's not really, but for a long time, it's been attributed to Edmund Burke. And the quote is essentially the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing and so this man embodies evil embodies evil i told you he is a transhumanist we know that to be true because we can look at his body of work we can look at who he's funded over the years he is a transhumanism transhumanist engineering humanity out of existence number one so he is not a social conservative number two he is a government leech in bed with the government so he is not a fiscal conservative and then number three he claims to be libertarian but he is working with the military he is working with the intelligence community and he is working with the irs And he, as we showed on this show, is embedded with the health departments of this government, helping with COVID tracking and everything else to keep the COVID scam alive. So he is no libertarian, folks. He is not about liberty. All right. So the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil, this man, is for good men to do nothing. And not only did good men, supposedly good men, do nothing. They invited him to speak at the National Conservatism Conference, and they smeared and besieged a quote of Edmund Burke. Who's uh, the Edmund Burke Foundation through this conference because they put an evil man up there to spit in your face and to tell you about the redefining of whatever the former conservative movement in this country was that is now completely dead, folks completely dead because obviously now it hasn't just been hijacked by the left it's been hijacked by a technocratic transhumanist government welfare queen when we get back i'll show you what this supposed conservative libertarian is up to this week ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold more listening to the dustin gold standard on TV. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash go.